Hi, I'm Hunter. I'm JR. And this is the Friends Afar podcast. Woo! pretty good yeah that'll, that'll work it's really just so i can do the things yeah <laughs> i think we're getting better better at the syncing process <laughs> actually when i um so when i was lining up the audio from our conversation with trevor mm-hmm. which unfortunately i lost 95 percent of um, oh no even though i can get the audio to sync up when i go back and look at the clap like when we all clap it's just, it's like, it's almost like perfectly in time off. It's so funny. It's like clap, <laughs> clap, clap. It's great. But yeah, it's that, as long it's that as lag. I, it's the uh, lag from uh, from when we're on the internet. <laughs> yeah. But as long as I can get the old um, the old conversation to sound right, that is what matters most. So. True. True. So, dude, have have you been uh through these past couple days of uh self-isolating social distancing and quarantining um not great my coffee shop we've had to cut our hours back like 75 percent um we can only Dang. do only sell coffee and drinks to go um, we've stopped ordering food and stuff to sell because don't want to risk it going bad um didn't place like a milk order this week like it's uh it's looking pretty rough. Um I'm only scheduled for 8 hours this week. And I think like 10 or 12 next Dang. week. So basically I'm trying to split all of the hours that were open now evenly with my employees so that they have some income. Um we've had to start a GoFundMe for um our employees just like I don't know, like, I mean, well, they'll, everybody I've hired will still have a job as soon as we can open mm-hmm. again and start generating more revenue, but, you know, we don't really know when that's going to be, so um, yeah. we started to GoFundMe to ask people to donate to just to give to my employees so they don't have to worry about their bills and stuff. Um, personally, I've been Dang. trying to channel all of my pent-up anxious energy into just, like, creating, but... I haven't been able to go into the studio to record drums because there's a dude in that office who's still working. He's just been in the office for eight hours by himself. He's the only person in his office. Um, and that's where he works. So I didn't want to play drums and disturb him. So today I just went like stir crazy. Just like cleaned the kitchen, did some laundry. And then I freaked out. I was like, well, if I do all my chores today, I'll have absolutely nothing to do tomorrow. So I'm trying, oh, dang. Not, I'm trying not to spend all of my trying not to cross <laughs> too many things off of a list right now because, dude, who knows how long this thing could go for. But yeah, um, this this weekend, actually, me and Mia like did like a full house cleaning just to have everything like clean and straightened. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I feel you because like right now I am also kind of like so like my understanding from like well, my, my work hasn't updated us yet. Like today. Yeah. I wondered um, if you were still working from home and what their policy was on that yeah so apparently there's like a 
they're like thinking of doing like a two-day work cap from home um uh, I'm guessing because like you know work is probably slower on our brand like the branding sides and right. like income end um I know we still have like a lot of content that needs editing but I'm not sure exactly like how much we have and like if they're trying to plan on like divvying it and like rationing I guess our content and slowly putting it out um yeah I have I have no idea really kind of what's going on or like how long I'll have work <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of right there with you I'm like I'm kind of just like thinking about all right what can I do like these next coming days um to like kind of stay productive uh as well as like sane because <laughs> like yeah dude um because like I'm during so there's like right now currently i think 150 cases of coronavirus in los angeles and these are just confirmed cases these aren't even like who these people have came in contact with and how far it's spread you know so i'm trying to play it on the safe side and just stay home um and like i'm encouraging others to like you know also just stay home during this time so we could limit like the spread um especially because like there's you know I understand, like, the numbers are, like, showing that, like, oh, it's, like, not that, like, not, a lot of healthy people are basically fine, but it's, like, people who are, like, chronic respiratory illness, cardiac illnesses, like, underlying illnesses that, like, end up getting this, people who are, like, over 40, um, like, yeah, so just trying to be cautious, uh, and stay sane at home, ended up, uh, watching, contagion last night dude i was gonna oh, dude, that is so funny because i was gonna ask you about your favorite like pandemic themed movies if you had a list um oh that's so funny i was just thinking yeah, about I... how many movies have i seen start like this and i'm like oh yeah God, this is like a whole genre of movie bro is... contagion was like so spot on well except for yeah. like i mean the how deadly it is because it's not <laughs> nearly as deadly as as the is it in the movie sure sure um but it's still pretty alarming of like <laughs> how slow that we're our country is acting on mm-hmm. it right now because like I, I saw like so our first case in the US was in January and we're now just like starting to take precautions like we're behind and like some of the things like some of the stuff I've been reading is like if you if you think you are where you are at you're behind cuz it's like the virus is going to be much further ahead than what we think so what that what i think that means like is like you know um someone who has it could have already spread it to like several other people and they could have already had it yep yeah dude this is no uh this is no laughing matter um generally i'm pretty i mean i'm just worried about other people you know i mean i'm sure i'll be fine yeah i'm sure my family will be well most of my family um, yeah, yeah, I know you're pretty... uh, you're worried about your um, grandmother. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty worried about my grandma. So, my grandma was diagnosed yeah. with stage one pancreatic cancer just before Christmas, and we got oh, super lucky because pancreatic cancer is really hard to catch early. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the time, they people catch it late, and it usually, you know, they aren't able to um, treat it effectively fast enough and people usually die of it but my grandma uh they caught it stage one she had like a two millimeter mass in her pancreas 
they were going to do um, chemotherapy and then they were going to surgically remove the the part of her pancreas that has the tumor. Well, uh, like three weeks ago now, she was eight weeks into her chemotherapy and the mass was totally gone, right? So Oh, wow. I know. That's awesome. Yeah, so we got super lucky, but now they want her to finish another eight weeks of chemo. And chemotherapy really deplenishes your immune system. So my grandma beats one of the most yeah. deadliest kinds of cancer. And now she's in the peak age group and immunocompromised for the coronavirus. So I've just been super worried about her. Just about like, you know, um, it's pretty incredible that she's beat cancer. And now she's got to worry about this thing. So, But um, yeah. she also lives in the middle of actual nowhere. So that does give me some... Some hope. <laughs> that's she good. Li- she lives in pretty prairie, Kansas, so I, I think um, very very low on the list of uh, contact. Definitely not a dense place to live. Not a population dense place. So, yeah, not like Chicago or Los Angeles. Definitely not. I mean, I think Illinois got a couple of handfuls of cases, and you know, there's one or two supposed to be in my city, but. Um, generally around. has has your city um taken any precautions yet um i mean so illinois they closed all bars and restaurants except for to go right so which is affects my coffee shop that's why we've had to limit our hours Dang. and stuff yeah so that's like most of my neighborhood is that way um a lot of retailers have also shut down or changing their hours um i'm trying to think about what else i mean Basically, nobody is taking public transport. Ren has, she's taken the train up to work a couple of times, and there's been, like, nobody on public transport, which is good, because yeah. that's what that is the good. CDC recommends, I guess, but. Yeah, it's, that's so where it's, viruses it's, love to spread. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I mean, there's there aren't a ton of rules, necessarily, but I think that, generally speaking, my community is taking it pretty seriously and taking social distancing pretty seriously, so. That's good. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, um, I mean, LA's doing the same thing. No bars, no restaurants, unless it's just takeout. Um, no gyms. All the gyms are closed. Yeah, same. Um, very much encouraged, like, s- social distancing and everything here. Um, dude, wait, what's crazy right now, I don't know if you saw anything about it. In Florida, people are still trying to go on spring break and, like, go party and stuff. And, like, that's Ugh. crazy. I just saw that, like, on through a meme or something, is, like, people are just on beaches for spring break. And I'm like, oh, my God. C- can you imagine? How do you even party? How do you have that much fun knowing that this is our reality? I don't know, man. Yeah. So well, of... some people just really don't care. They're, it's, like, they see just... the numbers. They're, like, oh, the death rate is 3%. Fuck it. I'm healthy. I don't give a shit. Dude, that's just privilege, man. Like, like yeah. y- you really think you and your family are going to be so unaffected by this, you can just live your life normally. Like, that's some next-level cognitive dissonance that I just truly cannot comprehend. I mean, honestly, I don't know. No, if, me either, man. If it weren't for my grandma, I don't know how I would feel about all this, you know? But, like, my and my mom, you know, our parents are in the age group and that are – you know, more likely to be affected by it, you know, more harshly. Yeah. And my mom actually works on a, on a military base too. And she works at like a children's center mm-hmm. as an administrator. Yeah. So like she's luckily she's going to be away from like the children, but 
there's still the chance that somebody in her office could catch it. Especially because, like, I know she said that um, that they brought uh, some people from the military back from overseas, and right now they're in quarantine. Yeah. So, well, there's I, still the off chance of that happening. So I, I am pretty worried yeah. of that. I know we didn't get to talk well. about it much. Well, I mean, we did talk about it, but um, the conversation got deleted. But Trevor, Trevor's wife, is in South Africa. Rachel is in South Africa doing research oh, yeah. for her PhD. And she's supposed to come home on Friday, right? So she's been in South Africa for a few weeks now. And when she gets back, she has to be quarantined for two full weeks. So Trevor's oh, going, yeah. like, and close to a month, a month and a half-ish without seeing his wife. Yeah. And then I'm sure, I'm guessing she's probably not going to be able to stay with him since he works with, like, a lot of uh, exactly. probably people with, like, compromised immune systems, too. Yeah, people with, yep, lots of health issues and other disabilities and ailments yeah i'm i texted him and asked about that and he said that they're really trying to limit contact with their residents as much as possible so what a freaking crazy world we live in man what a crazy time yeah um is there a is is there a is there a positive thing that's come out of this in the last week for you can you think of the most positive thing um i mean I think right now I'm just like more focused on just like staying indoors and then like making sure that I'm being productive. Um, Mm -hmm. Right. I I can't really think of any, I mean, it's cool. Get to work from home for a little bit, but um, yeah, man, it's been, it's just kind of like a little bit too crazy what's going on that it's just like, I'm sure everybody's feeling the stress and yeah. I'm trying mm. to stay sane. Um, I'm actually going to try to start doing some yoga tomorrow. Sweet. You know, do some indoor exercise. Uh, I've used this app called Down Dog. So, yeah. you know, if you get real bored, you know, maybe download it. Try I'm, it out. I've uh, I've used Down Dog before. Um, I liked it. Yoga wasn't yeah super my thing, but now it yeah. might maybe oh. it should be because <laughs> – I was like, oh, I'd rather <laughs> like go for a run or like do jujitsu or something. But now I don't really have the luxury of doing literally anything. So, yeah, is uh is Ren and Kate also like kind of home more? Or are you so you mentioned uh, Ren's uh, not taking public transport. I'm guessing she's still working. So um, yeah, so Kate Kate's job shut down completely for the next two weeks. So dang. Kate isn't working at all. Um, Ren is still going into the lab. Um, her boss, so my girlfriend's a PhD student, right? So she (laughs) doesn't really work around other people. She's doing actual science experiments in a lab with technology. And her boss said, you know, do as much work as you can from home. Only do, you know, what you think you have to do in the lab and don't stay here longer than you have to. And so and don't take public transport so ren has been going into work the last few days she's got to finish up some experiments um because if she doesn't she basically loses like four or five months worth of work (laughs) and she's supposed to graduate in a few months so if she she feels like if she doesn't go in now and try to finish getting this data she needs for her thesis it'll push back her graduation you know, a long time, especially yeah. considering we don't she know won't, when, that, when this will end. So, yeah, we have no idea. But that's that's really great that um, 
that she's in kind of like an isolated like work environment so she doesn't really have to worry too much about it and i'm sure um that like they're sounds like they're taking like the right precautions in, in terms of that job so that's good yeah for sure so yep that is um that is that um trying to think about i mean today's my first real day in quarantine quote unquote um dude cabin fever i've got to do something i'm thinking about just like talking to my friends on and like using their conversations for this podcast so i can pump out more content because i'm just like dude i i i just i i got so bored insane today that i just went to work and started making coffee, like, to practice. Like, no joke, I just went and started <laughs> making lattes. I was like, well, my latte art Dang. could be better. And maybe I'll drink some decaf. And, um, yeah. Did you drink a lot of coffee, too? <laughs> I did, no, I really tried not to. I, yeah, I was going to say, did. I was like, that's probably going to not help with your anxiety. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But, um, and I did wait until, like, 5.30 today before I opened a can of beer, so... So far, hey. it's manageable. But dude, if I have to do like three or four weeks of this, I'm I I need to find something to do for sure. So probably swing some yeah. kettlebells tomorrow and just walk around. It's been I mean the weather's been nice too. So maybe just like getting outside and walking. Yeah, around just go bit. outside. You know, it's it's always good to get a walk. I mean, it's easy to avoid people too when you're outside, like open air. Um, for sure. Yeah. I think that sounds like a great plan, dude. I think also, like, maybe, like, trying to, like, schedule something that you're, like, excited to do each day um, can, like, help probably fight off cabin fever. I think when you just kind of let yourself do whatever, I feel like it's going to be, it's going to become really easy to start losing track of days. Yeah. Um, Because, like you were saying, like, to the point, like, we don't know how long this is going to go on. I'm guessing, I mean, from... From the stuff that I've like read and like listened to, um, actually one of, I can't remember was it as a Joe Rogan podcast. One of the guys in there, he's like, yeah. just kind of expect this to be more of like a winter season rather than like a blizzard. Like it's not gonna happen fast. Sure. And I mean, it's been going on since last November. Yeah. Early December yeah. in Wuhan, and they're just now getting the numbers down. So it's gonna be probably a little bit before things are back to normal sure sure at least until uh, you know at least until they can find a vaccine and they can start pumping it out well um woof. it's it's almost surreal like the more i think about it the more i look which is just terrible for me to sit on the internet all day and look at shit but <laughs> about this but it's just like i, I think it's good to be informed though sure but i i just feel like it it's so hard to still wrap my brain around like this is happening in america you know i feel like i mean we're pretty privileged living in a western society and we're pretty well insulated to problems like this i think or at least our generation has been and so thinking about the yeah. economic implications the the implications on our healthcare infrastructure um our just day-to-day lives i mean it's it's bizarre man it's totally bizarre yeah it's interesting too because like a lot of our new candidates for like presidency are like a lot of their subjects that they're like talking about like andrew yang for example he was like yo having a universal income 
like for everyone will help problems like this and i think they're and they just talked about now like sending cash checks to everyone yep Yep. donald trump is talking about sending money to people which is you know was andrew yang's whole i mean his flagship proposal basically was universal basic income so yeah um so like that's that's something also this is technically or this is the second pandemic that we're living through i don't know if you remember the h1n1 pandemic that was like i was in high school i think yeah when i, I was, truly like, going around truly i do not um i live i grew up in the middle of actual nowhere um yeah i remember talking about it in class and stuff but we never felt like that was something that could ever reach you know the podunk little town i grew up in yeah actually i believe okay uh i can't confirm this but i believe when i'm trying to look trying to look up um i thought i saw somewhere that the h1n1 started in kansas (laughs) that freaks me out okay okay Oh, no, no. Okay, so I'm on the CDC. It says April 17th. doesn't say what year. It said second human infection with the new influenza H1N1 virus in California. Mm. So, I mean, that that happened, but I, I remember it, like, being pretty bad, but not, like, not nearly as scary as the coronavirus currently. And I one of the reasons I think about it, think think that wasn't like as crazy, is because we didn't have as much information access sure. as we do today. Sure. So like the world is so much more connected that accomplishing social distancing at at the rate that we're able to right now, I think is I mean it's still an accomplishment. Like I think the amount of people who are participating, and a lot of like businesses and government and everything, like a lot of people, poor people are more connected and more like understanding of like what's going on hmm (laughs) but i did do a poll on my um my instagram okay and hold on let me let me find where it went so i asked my followers um who is participating in social isolation slash quarantine at where'd it go oh no oh here we go and okay so i had 350 61 361 people vote of those 361, 309 people said, yes, I am doing my part staying indoors. And 47 people pers- said, nah. Now, okay. <laughs> so are you, are you, are you surprised that so many people are actually following the rules or not so much? Because it's like, it's expected, right? Because it's obviously the right intelligent thing to do. Thing to do. But does that surprise I, you still? <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually a little bit surprised that a lot more people are are participating in this. I feel like if we were to say that back in 2009 if we were trying to implement this, I feel like it wouldn't have been implemented as as well, you know? 
Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes I have a pessimistic worldview of especially people our age and our society. I mean, you know, in Chicago, there's a big St. Patrick's Day parade, and they canceled it this year because of the coronavirus. But um, people still flooded the bars in, like, Wrigleyville, right? And I was like, oh, this is stupid. But, I mean, considering how many people there are in the Chicagoland area, there is significantly less people out. So as much as I would like to point to that instance and say, wow, we live in a stupid world, I think that, generally speaking, everybody is following the rules and, um, you know, doing their part, doing the the right Uh, thing. A good portion of... People are. I mean, for the people that voted, it said that only 13% said no. And granted, I I can't say that like people said no because you know they have you know some people still have jobs that are making them go to work. That's true. So like yep. that could be that could be why some some people would say no. Yeah, it might not be their choice. Right. So yeah. Um. So I can't I can't say what percentage versus like you know who's who's actually just like unconcerned and doesn't care about it versus like the people who are actually like they care but you know they have to work. Yeah, man, um, it's strange to think that this is just the beginning, but um, I don't know. Hopefully, we uh, I hope that we have more things to talk about. I'm kind of waiting for the internet to. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's like it's the only thing we've I mean, I don't know about you, but it's the only thing I've consumed as far as information and media. Oh, Um, yeah. I mean, I've been I've been staying up to date with it as well. Yeah, I've been on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. I'm not I haven't I wasn't always into Reddit, but I was like, you know, it seems like Reddit has a lot of information Mm -hmm. and like like pretty decent like um, graphs and like like stats of sure. like what's going on so that's good but i'm i also just feel like yeah. i'm waiting for this to all kind of settle in and see how people are mm-hmm. going to react to it you know um you know a lot of the entertainment industry has been affected right a lot of musicians oh, yeah. and comedians um are are canceling tours right a lot of artists are canceling you know events which is their main source of income but then you've got a whole you know, you've got a whole industry essentially grinding to a halt because their main money-making source had to be canceled due to social distancing. But some of my favorite artists I'm seeing, they're doing live stream concerts to empty venues. They're just like, you know, Ben Gibbard of Death Cab for Cutie. He's one of my favorite artists. And he is just, Mm -hmm. every day for the next two weeks, he's going to stream a live set of just him playing in a studio with a guitar for 30 minutes to 40 minutes so um, that's awesome yeah so i've been i've been trying to think about like how the world is going to respond to this sort of crisis with art and it's really cool to see stuff like that you know musicians and artists taking this time to you know um engage in creation or at least in entertainment and the with the best tools that they can you know i mean we do live in 2020 we've got the internet there's no excuse for not putting out content you know um whether it's for the sake of creating i mean there's another creative outlet with that so trying to focus on that (laughs) 
Yeah. Is there anything that Consuming you personally that as well as would like to... to like maybe actually create something myself? So for sure. Um, so like along the lines of that, I was wondering, is there any projects that you might have in mind or are like kind of kind of toying the idea with of like trying to create I know like the podcast is something you want to do more of um while yeah. we're in quarantine which I think is a great idea um hey man everybody's locked definitely... up in their home I mean if hey man if you got a if you got a microphone let's talk let's hang out yeah I mean we'll honestly I'm gonna be here every day so I have no plans of leaving so I definitely can dedicate you know an hour every day to like do yeah i'm I'm right here with you man (laughs) um Um, besides the podcast you know i mean i mean so just the band i play in right i mean i think we so we just got done tracking a lot of stuff for a new record in the last two weeks and since all this has happened i think we've got like three or four new demos already so it's interesting because my band we all live in different cities and we're Mm -hmm. really used to writing music you know from a distance and so um you know and and one of the barriers to that creative process for making a new record and writing new songs is is just the time we have to spend on like at our jobs right and these other obligations we have well right now i mean my job is pretty well compromised and one of the other guys in my band his job is pretty well compromised and the other two guys are pretty lucky and you know they their jobs are acting still pretty well normal but they're still feeling the drain of what this is doing to the world and they've you know they've made it a point to sit down and and make more content and write new songs and make more demos so um so i definitely That's want good, to um <clears throat> you know get into my studio and start cutting some drum demos for new songs you know i was i was on the phone with my friend riley today who plays in my band and uh, he was like, you know, by the end of this, we could have a second record ready to go, even though we're trying to finish one now. So I'm just trying to, yeah, I don't know, do some more, just try to talk to people, I think. I mean, the social distancing thing makes socializing hard, but I'm hoping that through this, maybe I can talk to my friends about stuff we like and um, play some drums. I'm going to reach out to people and just say, you know, if there's a song you want drums played on, just I'll do it for free. I just wanna, just want an excuse to create. So yeah, probably, probably gonna yeah. do like my first drum cover, like producing my first drum cover and all this. Do it. Now's is as good a time Dude, as exciting. any. So get in some Love practice. Love to see a vlog on your YouTube maybe of about it, or you know, yeah. the video of you. Yeah, I've been. Th- I tried to vlog today, and I was just like, it's just so strange to film. What do I film? <laughs> like, what is the story I'm telling with this episode? It's like okay. Here's, I'm actually I'm actually gonna start um, recording as as days go on. Mm-hmm. I think I think it is it'd be an interesting time to look back on, because this is like really the first like, like, real bad pandemic that we're that we're going through. Right. I mean, Italy is shut down, Spain's shut down. Um, like our country's like starting to block, you know, pe- incoming people and other countries, uh, Canada shut down. Only American and Canadians can like go in and out. Um, like it's, it's, it's a pretty crazy time. And I think, you know, it might be interesting to be able to look back on like, Hey, what did I do during that time? Or like, you know, if you, if you have kids in the future, you could be like, okay, so there's this time mm. that we lived through a pandemic and it was 
it's pretty crazy because everybody's like inside you know like you know like um like people who've gone through like the depression or like you know other times of just like intense isolation sure like this is just like a very unique time because like in our you know 26 years like it's it like we haven't we haven't experienced anything like this before and we should i think so we should document it right in some way yeah just like what our day-to-day life is like how our lives changed that's an interesting point i guess it just yeah because like yeah we don't know how long this is gonna go on and that's that's so it will pass like it's gonna pass yeah but until it does like we're gonna be here and i think it will be interesting just to be able to like look back on and see the difference yeah that's a good point Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Just be like, well, this is me doing the dishes. And uh, here's me cleaning the dust behind my couch <laughs> for the first time in two years. Yeah. Um, I mean, cleaning videos do great. Um, cleaning videos? So that might be really satisfying for someone. Juba. Yeah, bro, Juba. make cleaning with, videos. <laughs> with all this who extra cares? time I have, I'm going to start doing ASMR videos. Yeah, ASMR videos. Of me um, cleaning corners dude. of my apartment that I've never seen daylight. Oh, I just came up with another idea for you. You're a drummer, man. Make some drumming TikToks. Teach people how to drum. TikToks. Proper proper stick technique. Oh, what's God. a what's a drumming exercise you could what practice? Paradiddles. How do you do a paradiddle? I'm just gonna do know, you know? playing <laughs> paradiddles on everything in my house. Just like paradiddle on the couch, paradiddle on my dresser, paradiddle on my <laughs> um t- plant. Uh, make a beat fan. out of like. Make a beat out of your dishes doing the dishes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're getting desperate for content over here. <laughs> we're getting so um, well, I can tell you one thing I am going to do, and that's beat this scary video game I've been playing with my friends. Dude, it looks good. It is. I, I saw the trailer, and I'm like, okay, I kind of want to download it, but... I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna do it yet because I just got Tomb Raider. Yeah, and you're and still then I saw that Final one. Final Fantasy, and you're still playing. I'll leave yeah. that Well, um, okay. Final Fantasy hasn't came out yet. Oh, sorry. Then, you just played the demo, right? right, right. Um, the Resident Evil Three demo comes out in two days, so I'm gonna download that, play it, do a reaction, and um, I think um, what is it? What is it called? Uh, uh Animal Crossing. Yeah. yeah. Animal Crossing comes out, so I might get that yeah, just to like. You know, video games is this is a great time to to play games and catch up on some gaming because like you're, you're so right. I should be maybe I should dive into that because normally I'm like okay I shouldn't play video games because then I won't be productive at the things I I should be doing. But now I now I'm like I don't know maybe I could dive into something I really like. Yeah, I mean like you know find find like another story. I know you're are you playing the uh, Call of Cthulhu with Kate and Ren? Yes. Okay, so maybe find, like, a secondary game that you could play through by yourself that you just, like, you know, deep dive into the story and that can, like, have, you know, a decent time of gameplay. I'm trying to think about... I wonder if there's a game Kate owns she'd let me play. Some RPG. Oh, enjoy. yeah. I'm sure Kate has a bunch of those that you could, you could definitely play. Um, Dude, Call of Cthulhu is... It's... It's really well made. It reminds me a lot of Layers of Fear, just in, like, the actions you can take. But it's interesting because there's, like, a skill building, right? Like an RPG, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. your investigative skills or your strength, right? So uh, you can actually kind of build your character, in a sense. And the way you interact with things in the game 
become different, and that's going to affect the outcome of the game, right? So it's a decision-based game. Ooh, and so, that. so, but like, there's actually a building a character element to the decisions you can make or the things you can find out or the way you find out about them in the game. So that's going to affect your outcome. So I'm really interested in it. It's not quite as scary. Um, there is like a psychological component to it, but it is. It is really fun, and it's really well made so, uh, as far as interacting. So, pretty stoked yeah, about I'm, it. I think I, we're halfway. I, I want to get it. that halfway. Let me let me know how like you think of like the ending and stuff, and then so I'll that's see if it's I'm, still on sale. Right. So that's so that's the thing is some of these other games we've played like Layers of Fear one and two, and oh, Tiny Monsters or something Little Monsters. Some of these decision-based games, like you spend so much, you spend so many hours playing it, and then you don't always get a satisfying ending, and that can be really disappointing. It's like, oh fuck, well, like I have to go back and play this again, or like if I want to be more satisfied with the ending, I have to redo some of this, and that doesn't appeal to me in this kind of game. I just want to like get a good get a good ending <laughs> the first time, ending. or get the best best ending. Yeah, but without cheating. So. <laughs> Yeah. It's tough, but I, I'm hoping that this one ends up well. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, for me, I, I like just, like, I'm kind of satisfied with whatever ending because, like, I'm like, I don't have that much time to go through a game, so I'm just going to be like, all right, that's the end. Okay. Oh, that's what I got. You're a glass half <laughs> kind of just... guy. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I wish <laughs> I could have that attitude. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. If you guys could do us a favor, give this podcast a share, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Hunter, take it away. Thanks, y'all.